Hello, listeners. Welcome to Two Tired Parents and a Microphone. I'm Wooly. I'm Kit. <laughs> We're parents that have had enough with unrealistic life tips and tricks. Getting more sleep and getting better sleep. Two things we all should have, but a lot of us don't. Today, we're going to talk about sleep, something some of us love and some of us dread. A lot of people don't get the amount or quality of sleep they need to stay focused, to keep up with the day. Some of the information we go over can be found at sleepfoundation.org. Your body gets used to sleep. Used to less sleep. You said used to sleep. Your body gets used and to this less This is why your body doesn't get used to less sleep. Because, because you do shit like that. I get, yeah, I get four to maybe six hours of sleep. And I feel like I'm doing fine. But the fact is that over time, lack of sleep can cause big problems with metabolism your immune system, and mental health, to name a few. Okay? According to the research. According to research at Mm -hmm. (laughs) sleepfoundation.org. But it's true because I'm depressed often. I go in and out. My metabolism sucks. I'm tired all the time. Uh, And I'm just thinking oh i'm just used to being tired but i mean the fact is i do need more sleep Mm -hmm. like and i know how to get it and i know what to do and i go in and out of these phases of like self-care and good sleep and then fuck that i want to watch youtube all night (laughs) end up staying up till like 2 a.m exactly yeah and waking up at 6 a.m because you're a parent yes yeah so no sleep um how long you sleep this is another myth how long you sleep is all that matters so the quality of sleep is really the important part i've seen those graphs like on the the um watch apps like any of those Mm -hmm. where it'll show you if you're in deep sleep rem sleep whatever and the time amount of times you wake up so it It'll show you that you slept for, you know, eight hours, but really you were only in deep sleep for like two. Yeah. Well, and you, yeah, your REM sleep uh, on average is about two hours a night. Mm-hmm. Or no, you dream. F- I don't know. Is it you dream for two hours a night? I think I've heard that. Which would make sense because you dream in REM. Yeah. And REM is not deep sleep. It's like the in-between sleep, right? Or is it the other way around? I don't know. I don't know either. But either way, the point is... I have the little information I have. (laughs) I thought you were an expert. I am not a sleep expert. (laughs) If you want sleep experts, it's at (laughs) sleepfoundation.org. Not here. Not here. (laughs) I I don't know. Um, I really don't. But I will say... Ooh. Sorry, I'm going to cut you off right there. Okay. I was also thinking with the how long you sleep is all that matters myth. I wonder how that changes when you do become a parent. Because especially in that newborn phase, you're like half awake the entire time you're asleep. 
and I feel like that was the worst sleep I've ever gotten in my life. Even though I could tell somebody, yeah, I got like five hours broken apart. It was the worst. Well, one of my things that I was going to tell you, um, speaking of interruptions, (laughs) uninterrupted sleep is the key to quality sleep. Mm. And I know that there are some things you can do, and we'll go over that later to help with uninterrupted sleep. Um, So once again, newborns. Newborns. That's just, that's just the way it goes. That's just the way it goes, man. So no quality there's, sleep. There's things you can do to get better quality sleep with a newborn. Oh. Like, it's just the same things you would do without a newborn, but it's still going inter- un- to be interrupted because you have a newborn. Yeah. There's, there's only so much you can so do. So you're saying it'll be interrupted by the newborn, but not by your Don't sleep issues. Don't have a kid then. Oh. That's, I think that was... Like, fact five that, or something? Fa- yeah, fact five. Yeah. Through through like fifteen. Yeah, don't don't have a kid, a kid if you, if want, you sleep. want sleep. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So the third myth: young adults require less sleep. Okay, I feel like this is a big one for me because I've done some studying of psychology, and you're a psychologist. I'm a hundred percent licensed. No, I'm not licensed psychologist. We're just gonna pretend. Um, that kids that are developing, they need a lot of sleep to like develop right yeah for their brain to grow and them to be a contributing member which is why in high school i made a big deal and i tried to like write a letter to the district saying it doesn't make any sense why high schoolers should be the earliest starting school at least in the area that i grew up it didn't make any sense because high school age, that teenage age, needs a significant amount of sleep, especially if they're going to be staying up late, going to jobs possibly, you know, 16, you can have a job and they're going to be staying up later than, you know, an elementary school kid. But, and well, the other thing too, is that there's kids from elementary school into high school that maybe have to take care of siblings. family members, like siblings, older family members, Yeah, you know? Bigger families sometimes need more people to help out. Yeah. So, I mean, even if they're not working, they're doing something that, you know, is keeping them up all night, Mm -hmm. busy. And then there's teen parents. Mm. That's even, that's Well, that's just all the facts of getting quality sleep. Don't be a teenager. Don't have raging hormones. And don't have a newborn. Yeah, that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you know that adults all the way up to 64 years old need seven to nine hours of sleep? And I think that that's interesting. Per night. Sorry. I think that's interesting, too, because every everything always that you read always says... As you get older, you need less and less sleep. And then you hear, like, grandparents saying, like, oh, I sleep, like, four hours a night every night. Like, that's just how I get by. And so I'm wondering where that, like, statistic comes from. Saying that they still need that amount of sleep when it seems like they don't really get that amount of sleep. I don't know. Well, I mean, first... Are you getting that much sleep? 
Seven to nine hours? Yeah. Does it have to be uninterrupted? Well, let's just start with, let's just start with interrupted. How much, how many hours are you getting? Hmm. I think, I think probably seven to eight. Okay. I'll, yeah, because I go to bed at a decent time. But get up early. Yeah. I don't like go to bed at like eight o'clock. But no, because you got to play Zelda and you got to check up on Facebook and have your bowl of cereal and, you know, you know, like live a life. Yeah. Get to actually hang out for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm getting like, like I said earlier, four to six. Mm-hmm. I was getting eight easily because I was going to bed earlier. Mm-hmm. I was waking up at a normal time, but I was going to bed earlier. But then I go through these phases where I get bored. Like I get, like, I want to go to bed, but I don't want to go to bed yet. So I make the mistake of laying in bed and then doing something that's not bed like. Like staring at your phone. Yeah. Like YouTube. Makes me think of that. Even listening to music. Like I love listening to music. But the music I listen to keeps you up. It keeps me up because I like get worked up and like pumped for nothing. So, how do we get past the? As a parent, <clears throat> you know, I want my alone time and I want to hang out, but I also want sleep. Like, where's the balance between there? Because when the kid goes to sleep is when you should go to sleep, mm-hmm. especially at you know newborn toddler age. Mm-hmm. And if you were to wake up early, he's just going to wake up too. Yeah. And so where's the balance of, I still want to have my own life and be my own person for a minute versus sleep. Yeah. If they go to bed late, you're just, and you want to stay up, you're just going to lose sleep. It's just the way it goes. I don't think there's any any way around that. You're just going to lose sleep. That's definitely like one of those personal things too, where you just have to decide like, what's best for you, you know? Like, some people might take that <clears throat> that negative of having less sleep <clears throat> one week, and then the next week be like, okay, I got some personal time, now I'm going to sleep. So they can, you know, go back and forth or whatever. I'm thinking if you come up with a schedule, like, not necessarily a sleep schedule, but maybe maybe a sleep slash fun schedule. I think that still counts as the sleep schedule, you know, allowing yourself to stay up two hours these days and then other days. Yeah. Go to not. bed. What about people who are over 65 years old? How much sleep are they supposed to be getting? You think over 65? Yeah. Well, that's see, that's the age that I, I start to think about old, older people and they're like, oh, I only sleep like four hours or even in things that I've read in the past, it says like four to five hours. But I don't know. What does Sleep Foundation say? Sleep Foundation? Dot org. Dot org. Um, seven to eight hours. Wow. Because like my grandma doesn't get much sleep. Yeah. She stays up all night watching her programs. She does sleep in. She sleeps in. But... I don't know. 
I could have sworn like a long time ago that I learned that older people over like over 65 literally don't need as I, much sleep. That's what I'm saying. That's what I heard too. But, but now it's like, no, everyone needs, everyone needs eight hours basically. Cause eight hours is in like within both. But if you're under 64, it's seven to nine. So eight's in there. If you're over 65. So then I want to find a statistic that tells me how many people over 65 actually get that much sleep. Compared to, you know, people in their 20s. I, yeah. I'm sure that you could find that online. Maybe. I don't, I don't have, I don't have that. The only thing, the only other thing I have is that there was a study that nearly half of Americans say they feel sleepy during the day. Three to seven days per week. Is that that must be like a that could be a wide or a wide range of ages? I don't know. Okay, I don't know the deets on this on this study um, that was done, but I believe it. I almost wonder too if that's like a mindset thing because I feel like everybody I know says that they're tired during the day and like we're so stuck on the whole coffee thing. Like, there's coffee shops every corner of every street when you can buy coffee I mean, you can go to pet smart and get a and get a coffee at the checkout yeah because they have those little sometimes they have the uh little fridge doohickey so is that just like a a mindset that is part of like american culture because we just are just coffee 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 mm. or is it actually are we not getting enough sleep I don't know. I feel like, there. I mean, yeah, in a lot of cultures, like tea is really popular, uh-huh. but it's not always caffeinated. Yeah, we're like surrounded by caffeine. Teas. We're surrounded by caffeine and alcohol, like everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere you go. It's do you? It's never water. No one advertises to like just drink water. Which I have heard, drinking the amount of water you're supposed to drink can help with sleep too. I think, just being. What a human was, you know, (laughs) meant to be, which is to drink water and eat food that you grow and survive. I feel like if you get back to like those types of basics, you probably do get better sleep Mm -hmm. because that's what your body and your brain and everything is supposed to have. Because like I, yeah, I mean, I woke up, I woke up, I had a Red Bull was the first thing I had. I had a Red Bull. I had a bite of my son's eggs. And then I went to work. And I lifted stuff for a while at work. Got off work. Had Jack in the Box. Or was it McDonald's? <laughs> I think it was McDonald's. Got a small. Oh, yeah. Had a Sprite with a burger. That's not right? caffeinated. Right? And then at the end of the day had a glass of water so like i'm probably not gonna get the best sleep because but that's the thing i feel like so many people do that yeah you look at when people like i you know all right everyone you know go on your go on your 10 minute break everyone comes back with a dr pepper a red bull you know some sort of energy drink or Mm -hmm. soda Mm -hmm. and like a bag of chips and they look just as tired and as depressed as I do. <laughs> so are there the people are people that come back with a big thing of water? Are they 
not depressed? <laughs> or are they still depressed too? They're trying. <laughs> They're doing their best. They're doing their best. They're rubbing it, <clears throat> rubbing it in everyone's face though. Like, look, look at me. I got water. I got a little honey stick. Honey stick. And I like those. Th- I do. Like, I like those too. Why do? See, because that's the thing too. Is we were all working, moving huge objects, and we're all sweating. We're all like, God, I'm so thirsty. Everyone got something that was not water. Not one person <laughs> came back with a water. That's funny. Why do we crave? Because it's just because there's so much sugar that you just crave that shit? I think so. I think it also just depends on where you're working. Because I feel like in a setting like that, there's usually, like, younger people working. And Yeah, I was was probably one of the oldest people there. Yeah. And whereas, like, in teaching, there's a wide variety of ages. Uh Uh-huh. And I see a lot more people drinking water than, like, say when I worked at Target. Once you get into your 20s and 30s, you start drinking more water. Mm Mm-hmm. When I, I mean, when I was 19, like around there, I was. Maybe uh, like a cup of, of water a month or something. Pr- something like that. Yeah. I definitely drink a lot more water now and I definitely drink it when I know I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, because the last time I worked, I was, I was so tired that I actually ordered a water at Jack in the Box. Wow. Yeah. That's really no, that's, very proud of you. No, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. They even, they looked at me weird because because they're like Cause nobody drinks water at first uh, food. you got the number three with the water yeah water uh okay yeah. i've actually ordered water at a fast food place before and they <clears> told <throat> me i couldn't order water with my meal because you pay for it and you're not supposed to like pay for they can't charge you for yeah, water yeah so they like, I was like, well, fine. Can I get a water on the side and then also order a drink? Like, that's what happened. That, yeah, that's why I, that time when I went that time, I came home with a Sprite and a water. Yeah, because it doesn't count as part of your meal. No. I mean, they shouldn't charge for water. It no, should be free. But at the same time, like if I want water and I'm trying to make a healthy choice and not take something super Discount unhealthy. my meal motherfucker i'll pay for it i don't even care i don't won't pay for it it's oh. fucking free All right. no discount my meal knock off the 150 because i made a healthy choice if people make healthier choices when they're going to fast food places they should discount them a little hey, bit that's a good although idea. in the end it's just gonna lead to them like what not going to fast food anymore or is it gonna lead to fast food places maybe offering healthier options yeah i mean you go to some of the fast food places and you want to get like the shitty salad that they offer. Mm-hmm. And it's like way more expensive than just chicken nuggets. Yeah. And they have you pull around after you like paid for it. They have you pull around so they can bring you a salad in a box. Yeah. Even though they're literally just bought it from the factory. They yeah. Didn't, they didn't make ha- it there. They, no, they didn't cook it. They didn't, they're not tossing your salad. <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing this any is, of that. Yeah. This is really on track with the whole sleep. Yeah. Thing. Sleep. Well, I mean, food's a, food is a big thing though. That's true. Uh, like, here, here, here's some stuff, right? Here's some stuff. So, like, food with a lot of high fats, a lot of that are high in sugar. No, he- like bad fats, mm-hmm. not healthy fats. Mm-hmm. Like bad, you know, mm-hmm. angry, mean fats. Okay. So that kind of stuff you can't have. You should you should cut out of your diet, obviously. But that that does like right before bed. It's gonna it's gonna mess up your sleep. Is it because it? 
turns into like sugars in your body and makes you wake up? Probably. I don't know how that works, but that makes sense, I guess. Your body's probably having to do a lot more work. Yeah. If you're putting in some shitty food. Which is interesting, too, because you think about when you do fill yourself up like that and you just feel so tired after you eat it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because your body is using all of your energy to digest and bleh. But it doesn't mean, once again, quality sleep. Like, you might be able to sleep, but it's going to be shitty sleep because your body is focused on digesting rather than yeah restoring. I mean, it could be a few things. You could be getting up constantly because you got to go to the bathroom because <laughs> you had some really bad food. Well, that's your life. Acid reflux. <laughs> that's your life. These are things that happen this to people. Is- I'm not pregnant, but I have these problems. And I... GERD. I'm pregnant, and I do not have those problems. So... Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it's all bad news. I don't ever feel good after I have that. I mean, also, those a lot of those foods don't contain the proper, like, proteins and... Um, oh, gosh. I can't even remember the name of it. The, it's in It's in quite a few things, including bananas. That can help you get tired. Yes. And I can't remember what it is. You can't remember what it is either. No. I'm looking at you and you can't remember. <laughs> I was hoping you'd rescue me. I know I have it in my head, but I can't. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what's in those. Yeah. But bananas are one of those things that are supposed to help you sleep. That's a tip I heard for kids. Was it, you know, you give them like a banana before bed and they milk. actually sleep Milk. Better. It's in milk too. Oh. Yeah. It's in milk too. Cool. Um, but as far as myths and facts, we're kind of moving past that, obviously, because now we're just talking about food, which I could talk about all fucking day. (laughs) Um, the biggest thing, you know, that would also be good to go over is like our tools. What do we use? Now, I know I haven't set a great example so far. (laughs) But when I'm really focused on self-care, which I go in and out of because I'm a human being, right? Mm -hmm. Go through phases of just, you know, maybe eating something bad on the fly and then, you know, then meal prepping, you know, you know, two weeks from then and meal prepping just healthy food and then going to Taco Bell with a friend because they're getting Taco Bell and you're like, well, I want Taco Bell too, even though I brought my lunch. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to go get some with them. Because, I've done that many of times. Yeah, and then you come home with your lunch uneaten mm-hmm. because you had Taco Bell. So, um, first, first thing right off the bat is screen time. Scre- screen time. That's the hardest one. Don't. So, like, use your bed and use your bedroom. Bedroom. For sleep and sex. And that's... That's it. It's literally what I've been saying for, like, years. Yeah. But there's... And there's been times where there's no TV mm-hmm. in the room. And then there's times where there is a TV. Mm-hmm. Because, once again, you go in and out of phases And there of, are so many people that have TVs in their bedroom. Like, that's... There's people who have TVs. Like the they have TVs on stands in front, like, at the, the foot of their bed. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. Like, some people have those expensive ones where the TV pops up. Oh, yeah. That's pretty dope. It's like, you can use it as a dresser or something like that. I don't know. Uh-huh. 
But yeah, it's cool. Anyways. Yeah, but that's, that's just like the norm. Like you go into most houses and there's usually a TV in the bedroom. Yeah. I think the other thing too is that with the way that people are living right now, um, there's a lot of people that move back with their parents. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who are living with roommates, mm-hmm. living with, you know. Well, yeah, so you don't want to go, like, you want your own space to. You want, so all, maybe maybe the living room is the common space. Maybe you don't, maybe you're kind of an introvert. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're an extrovert, maybe you just don't like your roommates. <laughs> and you're like, I want to be in my room and I want to have my own space. So I want to binge watch Dexter in my room. Till 4 a.m. Yeah, but. <laughs> But, you know, and then complain at work how tired I yeah. am. and Yeah. So, you know, at that point I would like, because I completely understand that. Yeah. So I would definitely, once again, go back to a schedule. Maybe a set of time. If you're going to go to bed, uh, you know, I think a big thing is having a bedtime routine. So turn the TV off, get up, you know, brush your teeth. Maybe take a shower, maybe read something. So don't have the TV as part of your bedtime routine. The bed, the TV cannot be part of your bedtime routine. <laughs> it, so don't brush your teeth, go lay down, eat ice cream after you brush your teeth while watching TV. Everyone does it. I mean, not everyone, but a lot of people do yeah. that. And I'm guilty of that. There's been plenty of times I've eaten while watching TV. In bed. In bed. And then you just pass out. Mm-hmm. And you feel great passing out that way <laughs> but then the next day you know or i toss and turn and, then, and to the point where either i have to have a timer on the tv or i wake up and have to eventually turn it off angrily like why is this still on yeah and netflix has the thing that says are you still there yeah except on the nights that i'm sleeping i swear i'll just play back to back or that's a night that you actually use like a dvd and then it's on the freaking main menu. main menu for hours yeah and then that song stuck in your head all day. Yeah. yeah. So try to cut down on screen time. Use your bed. How about this? Just you. God, it's so complicated with people who are living in a in a mm-hmm. shared living situation. Because you really you really do you need that space. And if you so one of the things that you know I've tried to do in the past, if I have the space, not everyone would, but um, like right now the closet in my bedroom is like big enough for the tv so if i wanted to i could use that put the tv in there and close the doors yeah and then you can just hide it yeah yeah it's true so if there's a way you can well they've got those old dressers you know that have the space for the tv and you can like close the doors on it Mm -hmm. get one of those too because you could use that as a dresser where the heck do you find those uh, antique stores it's an antique <laughs> i feel like it is i don't know i bet ikea probably has something oh yeah yeah you could hang a curtain oh my gosh yeah hang a curtain in front of it i don't know or just turn it off or just turn it off just turn it off turn off the tv oh and eating in bed which is another goes back to that shared living situation thing mm-hmm. but these are just things like if you're if if it's your bedtime routine, if you want more sleep, not everyone wants it. Yeah. People don't care. But if you want more sleep, you notice I'm tired or I'm depressed. Uh, there's a lot of other things to treat depression, obviously. But sleep definitely helps. Yeah. Getting good sleep, you know, the first thing doctors are going to ask usually anyways is how much sleep are you getting? None. Are you sleeping? 
mm-hmm. and then they're going to try and throw something at you to take for sleep when there's a lot of things you could do on your own without having to take something as well. Um, but I have a lot, I mean, I have a lot of family that take things for sleep and that's just what they do. Yeah. And, and it's I, not to say that like taking something for sleep is not the answer, but there is other things that you could try first or... Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't... They're like, if I can avoid taking something, yeah. what can I do? These are just some things that I know are really helpful. Mm-hmm. And I think the bedtime routine is the big one. You know, turn the turn the screen off. Stop eating in bed. Now it's time to brush your teeth. It's time to read a book. It's time to listen to a podcast. Whatever you want to do. Something. You know... Um, definitely don't turn the screen back on because that's just going to make it harder to, you know, like my mom can fall asleep really quick with a screen, mm-hmm. but then she says she doesn't get great sleep. Mm. It's because the screen's still on mm-hmm. and you're that blue light. Yep. And a lot of phones have that filter on them mm-hmm. now. TVs do too, mm. but that, bl- but just most people don't care about it. Yeah. But that blue light is a huge thing that can make your brain not get quality sleep and it'll stay active even when you're well asleep um so reading writing uh definitely turn, turn the lights off try to make it dark because that does blackout curtains mm-hmm uh i use white noise sometimes and i feel like once you've started with white noise like you can't go back no you really can't because for a while there, like i had to have it dead silent and then started using white noise and now if it's dead silent, the room feels loud. Yeah, and silence can be louder than yeah. noise sometimes. Yeah. Um, a cold room. That's a big one that if you lower that temperature of your room, it's supposedly supposed to help keep you asleep. Because the the big thing is for a lot of people is if you have a if you have a blanket and you're and you're hot. You're going to wake up to try and get that off of you. And then if you're still hot, you're going to try and do other things to cool down. But a lot of times, um, if you're cold, you can pull that blanket up a little bit more. You can tuck that limb in. If you get hot, you are you can bring that leg back out. And like you do that in your sleep. Mm-hmm. Instead of fully waking up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have learned this one <laughs> over this last summer. When we had no AC and it was 118 degrees outside. Exactly. <laughs> it yeah, was if, if, so if, awful. If you're cold in the middle of the night, it's a lot easier to use, have minimal effort to yeah. get warm than it is to, you know, cool down. Yeah. As long as you've got a good blanket or sheets or whatever. Although there, I have been so cold where I couldn't sleep many times. Camping. Mm-hmm. That happened to me camping. I remember in like high school spending the night at someone's house and not having a blanket and being like I can't oh yeah sleep. i know what you're talking about and you sleep <laughs> and you like you grab like a napkin or like a washcloth i think one time i used like a couch cushion like um, i just like yeah. pulled it off the back of their couch and laid it on my legs <laughs> i was like i'm so cold i had a friend who used a couple cereal boxes <laughs> as a joke but he ended up falling asleep with them on and uh we you, were like, all lay like, under their rug yeah i would no so that sounds dirty <laughs> Because there's got to be, like, you know, dust, yeah. dirt. That's where they, like, sweep everything. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> Reading, white noise, meditation, good bedtime routine. Those are all things that help a lot. Um, 
two big last things for sleep. And one of them goes big into just what we talked about earlier with what you're eating, what you're drinking, and how your body metabolizes it. And that's alcohol. And a lot of people use that to help themselves sleep. Um, But it's another thing that you don't get as deep of a sleep a lot of times the 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 quality of sleep maybe it might get a deep sleep Mm -hmm. but the quality of sleep you're getting is different because your body is trying to do so much work Mm -hmm. but the other one is marijuana and a lot of people nowadays are talking about it because it's legal in a lot of different states and there's a lot of talk of saying that it ruins your dreams and you don't have dreams anymore it can make you get really bad sleep but then some people are like it helps me sleep or it helps me fall asleep. And there is a difference between helping some, something helping you fall asleep and something helping you get quality sleep. And so people might be using it as a sleep aid. I'm wondering, though, because it is a topic that is still so brand new that there's just not enough information to really... Probably not, because they never do. When I say they, I don't really know who they are. But The scientists. The scientists of the world... Don't do a ton of, you know... Sleepologists. Sleepologists don't do tons of work on things related to marijuana because it's still still a federally illegal drug. Yeah. So that's something that everyone has their own experience. And I think that I can't speak on whether or not it's, you know, a good thing or a bad thing for sleep. Um, I just know that whenever you read a study, if, if there's ever a study about something that like maybe isn't super uh, maybe it's kind of a taboo subject whenever there's a study i swear it's always like so it's kind of inconclusive because there's never enough like there's never enough evidence and it is such a biased thing that is so many people are saying you know it's still bad it's bad it's bad it's bad that if there's a study that says well maybe it's not as bad as we thought that's the usually the ones that they're like, it's inconclusive because they're like, I don't want to, I'm not ready to say it's okay yet because it's been bad for so long. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's how, there, yeah, there's a lot of things in this world that have become the norm um, that took a long time mm-hmm. and it made people uncomfortable. And there's still plenty of people out there that are uncomfortable with tons of things that are going on all the mm-hmm. time. But at the same time, you if you... If you do live in a state where it's legal and you do go into a shop, the age range is from, you know, 21, of course, all the way up to like 100, I swear. Mm-hmm. People coming in with walkers, I want my goddamn weed. <laughs> Honestly, I think you should just do what's realistic for you because what I do when I'm working on my self-care is definitely not the same as what you do when you're working on your self-care. Well, yeah. I mean, all those, I, all those tools are all things that are kind of mixed between things that you and I both agree on and things that one of us might use and the other one won't. Yeah. And I think that, um, and some of these tools are things that I've heard of and I haven't tried. Yeah. You know, cause I haven't needed to. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, doing what's realistic to you without judgment is a huge thing. Just don't get down on yourself for, you know, it being hard to do mm-hmm. or for you having a moment of maybe you call it weakness or just a moment of 
you know, a different type of self self care, which is just binging a show, mm-hmm. eating some shitty food, mm-hmm. having a drink, and you know, and and then passing out in your yeah, bed. Yeah, there's a balance for everything. Yeah. So, anyways, I want to end this episode with a huge thank you to you, the listener, for being here. It means a lot. And if you want to hear more episodes, follow us. Look for another upload once a week. Also, please message us if you have any hot topic on your mind that you'd like us to discuss. Thank you again, everyone, and enjoy the rest of your week.